Good morning, everyone, and a very warm welcome to you on this Sunday, the 14th of March, the fourth Sunday in Lent. I don't know about you, but I am really enjoying the lengthening of the days. It's actually light when you wake up in the morning. And seeing the snowdrops and the daffodils and the early tulips coming through, the promise of spring, of new life, and of better days to come. We have lots to look forward to. The title of today's reflection is Coming Out of the Desert. What do we really need? Today's passage is a well-known one, and there are many lessons we can learn from it. But before we start down that road, I need to tell you about wee Jimmy. Jimmy came home from Sunday school one day and said to his mum, we have to memorise the 23rd Psalm for next week. Jimmy's mum said she would help him. And each day, after he'd finished his school homework, they spent some time reading Psalm 23 together. Jimmy tried as hard as he could to memorise the words, but he just couldn't remember them all. The following Sunday, off he went to Sunday school, where the leader started to go round the class asking each child to read out the psalm. Some clearly had good memories and were able to say it all. Some struggled with parts of it. When it came to Jimmy's turn, he took a deep breath, he stood up and he began. The Lord is my shepherd. In the silence that followed, Jimmy paused, looked down, then looked up again with a smile on his face and declared confidently, and that's all I need to know. And that's all I need to know. Like me, when I heard the story for the first time, I hope Jimmy's story and the simple but very profound truth it contains brought a smile to your face. The Lord is my shepherd, and that's all I need to know. Hold that thought as we explore a couple of other points today. That's all I need to know. In fact, make it shorter. That's all I need. In today's modern Western society, we can end up leading very complicated, confused lives with many voices competing for our attention. Thanks to the World Wide Web, we have billions of pieces of information available to us at the click of a mouse. Emails, tweets, Facebook posts, WhatsApp messages, Instagram posts, all clamour to be read or heard. You can't even escape them on holiday now, unless your location is so remote that there's no Wi-Fi. Or you're very disciplined and you've put the phone or the iPad in a drawer. But that's a very recent development and even in the lifetimes of many of us we can remember times when life was simpler, it was lived at a slower pace, there were far fewer distractions. Now today is the fourth Sunday in what we call the season of Lent, that season of preparation as we look forward to marking and celebrating once again the history-changing events of Easter, 
the crucifixion of Jesus on the cross on Good Friday and his wonderful resurrection on Easter Sunday, the firstborn of many brothers and sisters into eternal life. Now, as we all know, Lent lasts for 40 days. Why 40 days? Because since the early days of church history, Lent has also commemorated the 40 days Jesus spent in the desert following, following his baptism and being tempted by Satan, as recorded in our scripture passage today. Jesus fasted and prayed during these 40 days as he spent time alone with God, receiving his father's instructions and advice regarding the ministry Jesus would carry out over the next three years. And that, of course, is why to this day we continue the practice of fasting during Lent, giving up something we normally have, something we normally use or something we normally do, and using the time to spend more time with God in prayer or reading his word. Many also give the money they save by not buying things they would normally buy to charity or some worthy cause. Now, both last year and this year, Lent has taken place during times of COVID lockdown restrictions. For me, this has simply served to enhance the sense of taking time out. As some of you know, I'm involved in several charities and organisations, all of which means lots of meetings. But because I've not been heading off to meetings all over the country, spending hours in the car, I found I can spend more of the time God has given me with him and with his word. How has it been for you? How is it for you right now in this Lent season of 2021? How are you spending the available time focused on the challenges around us? And these are undoubtedly many, fretting and anxious about how and when it will all end or are you taking the opportunity to draw aside and spend time with God, more time with God and with Jesus, drawing nourishment from them? Don't get me wrong, I'm no different from anyone. I could fill my day with Zoom meetings and phone calls or at my computer, emailing, writing minutes, writing Pray for Scotland e-letters and lots more. Ever since becoming a Christian some 36 years ago, I have struggled to give God a decent part of my day, especially at the start of the day. I've always been too busy. There's always been something else important to do. But early on in the first lockdown last year, I made a choice to spend the first part of each morning reading several chapters in the Bible, then in prayer. And with God's help, I've managed to keep it up on most mornings, so much so that these times are now a highlight of my day. I don't want to miss them. They feed my soul and my spirit for the rest of the day. Our passage today records what happened during these 40 days with Jesus in the desert, and in particular, how Jesus was able to resist the temptations one by one by declaring the word of God the truth that man does not live or exist on bread alone. Now here Jesus is quoting Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3 
And the full quote is, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Yes, of course, we need food and drink to nourish our bodies. But what God is saying, and what Jesus is emphasizing to Satan, is that food and drink, while important to our physical bodies, does not feed our souls, does not feed our spirits. Only the word of God, which is described in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 4, as being living and active, feeds and nourishes all of our being. Jesus could deal with Satan's temptations, which are examples of the kinds of temptations we all face, because he had studied and memorized the scriptures available in his day. That's all he needed. No fancy arguments, no soaring rhetoric, no carefully thought out speeches, just the simple yet all-powerful word of God. Remember we, Jimmy? In the same way, that's all Jesus needed. The word of God memorized and deep within him, ready to be used when challenges and temptations came his way. Don't you just love me, Jimmy? The Lord is my shepherd, and that's all I need. Some have described this past year as being like going through a desert experience, both as individuals and as the church. As well as today's story of Jesus in the desert, there is that other great desert story in Exodus, the journey of the Israelites from Egypt to the Promised Land, which took 40 years, not 40 days. You'll probably be very familiar with the saying, it took one day to get Israel out of Egypt. It took 40 years to get Egypt out of Israel. In other words, it took only one day for the Israelites to escape from their physical situation, their lockdown, if you like. But it took 40 years for them to leave behind the comforts, the way of life, the habits and customs they'd grown up with, they'd become so used to, that were not helpful or even downright harmful as they journeyed to their new life. Some commentators have suggested that three things happen when we go through a desert experience. One, we are able to focus more clearly on God and spend time with him, uninterrupted by the normal distractions of our busy lives. Two, our priorities change we start to realize what is really important for life, for living. And what we once thought was important and necessary, we now see is not so important, is not so necessary. And three, we learn what is essential for us to take with us as we come out of the desert. And what we can safely leave behind because it is cluttering up our lives. It is weighing us down. It is holding us back. I'll always remember last year's online Pentecost Sunday service with the moderator of the Church of Scotland, the Reverend Martin Fair, talking to us as he walked along a forest path. Towards the end of his message, he opened the boot of his estate car and showed us the massive rucksack he used to carry when he first started walking, full of everything he might possibly need should anything go wrong. Then he showed us the tiny backpack he now carries, 
with just the essentials, all he needs for his walk. As he had journeyed over the months and years, Martin had learned what to carry and what not to carry, what he needed and what he didn't need to sustain him. Remember we, Jimmy? The Lord's my shepherd. That's all I need. What was true for Jimmy is true for each of us. As we start to come out of this desert experience, have we learned anything? Have we been spending time with and listening to God, to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit, speaking to us about our priorities, about what is really important for life, about spending time with God and in his word, so we are equipped for any life situation? If yes, then well done. Whether or not God has shown you anything he would like you to change, or whether he has simply confirmed you're already on the right track. If not, then there's still time, even now and even in this Lent season, to reprioritize our time and give more of it to God and to his word, the word of life. And finally, what was true for Jimmy is also true for the church. What does the church, the body of Christ, the army of ordinary people, really need to carry to keep hold of as we come out of this desert experience? What can we safely leave behind in the desert? Because it will hold us back. It will weigh us down. It will keep us from doing what we're meant to be doing, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with a lost, hopeless and hurting world. I don't have the answers to that one. But as the church, are we asking the question? Our passage today ends with Jesus coming out of the desert in the power of the Spirit. My prayer for the church, locally and nationally, and for each one of us, is that having spent time with God in the desert in this season, we will, like Jesus, come out of the desert in the power of the Spirit, ready, able, and willing to impact our communities as never before with the love of God and the power of the gospel. Remember we, Jimmy, the Lord is my shepherd, and that's all I need to know. That's all I need. Amen. Thank you for being with us today. And may God bless you as you continue your daily walk with him. May he guide you and show you just what you need to carry and keep with you. What are his priorities for you and for his church? As you and we journey with him. Amen.